today on the show, the World Series is set. Congratulations to the teams that will be facing off. It's Tristan Thompson now about to eat his words. I go in on my Eagles performance this weekend at a nice meeting the two activist safeties had before the game. And our hot topic, LeBron's home debut with the Lakers and reaction to the fight that broke out in the fourth quarter on You Don't Know Jack right now. Hello and welcome to You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And this is episode twi- 20. Wow. <laughs> wow. We reverted all the way back. <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy. Oh my goodness. I don't know what I'm doing with my life today, but it's okay because it's episode 32. We are happy to be back with you on uh, October 21st, 2018. And uh, we've got a, a great show for you besides that. Uh, that mess up immediately. Immediately. <laughs> right off the bat. Looking like, look like my Eagles today. Oh, my goodness. We'll get into that. Listen, everybody has an opinion on sports, but if you were truly an expert, you'd be a general manager somewhere for a team or you'd be out in Vegas betting and winning millions all the time. <sighs> but you're not, and I'm not. So I think that we should just enjoy the uncertainty of sports and entertainment in the United States and the rest of the world because I don't know and you don't know Jack, let's get into some shout outs. You know you make me wanna kick my heels up and shout, throw my hands up and shout, throw my head back and shout, come on now. Just wanted to give a shout out. Shout out. Good stuff. Good stuff happened this past week. Um, it's a wonderful time of the year. Wonderful. I know time it's not Christmas yet, but it's a wonderful time. Yes, it is. So, you know, hockey's back in focus. Yep. Uh, baseball baseball's about to wrap up. Football oh. is a midseason. At basketball just started. Man, there's a lot, lot going on. Oh, uh, yeah. but we're gonna we're gonna start off with baseball. MLB. You know, congratulate the Red Sox and the Dodgers for advancing to the World Series. That's right. Yes, they uh, they advanced. Um, I think the the Dodgers advanced last night with a f- uh, five to one win over the Brewers. Yep, and the uh, Red Sox uh, advanced. I think it was Thursday night. Thursday night or Friday night. Uh, over the Astros, four to one. So I guess the lesson here is cheating doesn't pay. Um, too soon. Uh, which one, Ryan Braun or the Ast- whichever one? That you you hear about the Astros, right? Though the the guy that was in the the stands. Oh, the the guy taking yeah, signs and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to point that we it's in there somewhere, but um, yeah, I just want to get that started early, <laughs> early. <laughs> No, I understand, man. I understand. That's just how it is. But let's not take the shine away from the Red Sox and the Dodgers. They will be playing. Um, when is when is the first game tomorrow? I believe the first game is Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday. So, so uh, we're we're excited to see the World Series. Um, see if the the Redskins can can pull it off. Uh, the game starts yes Tuesday at 
809. I mean, they couldn't have pushed I, it to 810. Like, I, I mean, still do not understand these start times for <laughs> baseball games. I really don't. <laughs> Let's start at 804. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, uh, that's, what you, that's what we should do. That, yeah. that makes total sense. I'm sure the why networks love it. Why can't we start at 8 o'clock? Like, I mean... That was, what? And on top of that, it's like, does the actual first pitch get thrown out at eight oh nine? Or yes. I, I'm I'm gonna double check the timing on all of this, <laughs> okay. ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna do some investigative reporting <laughs> just for our fans. You're gonna write that down. So next time we uh we we come on the on the show, I will. You know, we we know. You know, we we reported this. Yep, yes. I'm making a note right now. Exactly when did this game start? And if it's eight oh nine and one second. I'm going off. Going off. <laughs> we, we are going to have a whole five minutes off the episode, off the show, saying how badly they need to change this 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 rule. Yes, it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. But on a serious note, uh, just again, congratulations to the Dodgers. They um, they won their series. Um, actually, it was a game seven, which everybody loves game seven. So they ended up winning the series four three Red Sox after a, a little bit of a stumble. And I believe it was what game two. Yeah, I think so. Um, they ended up eliminating the Astros four uh, one because I will remain. Um, I will I will continue to say the same thing. Like the Red Sox, to me personally, are the best team in baseball. Yes, they are. However, I still want the Dodgers to uh, to beat them in the World Series because you're a Yankee. Um. Yeah. Partly because I'm a Yankee. Just partly be because let's be, be objective about this. Well, the other thing that for me weighs into it is Magic Johnson. Um. You know, he's now a part owner of the Dodgers, so I think it's kind of cool that he's a part of. And Puig used to play for the Chattanooga Lookouts. What? What? Local team. Local team. Um. Shout out. Shout out. And I um. I think I got the chance to see Puig play. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, with a shirt on or shirt off. <laughs> shirt was on in this situation okay, right, he, he cool. was on he was on the field everything was on the up and up cool. i mean it's not like it's not like uh it's not like a uh jr situation a jr smith situation either. no 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 <laughs> with jr smith situation i think he needs a, uh, a bottle of what hennessy in his hand oh my goodness so jr <laughs> you put a bottle of hennessy in his hand his shirt comes off ladies so uh <laughs> you know what I, you gotta do <laughs> to be honest with you though i don't even know if he needs that he probably just needs to win a championship while you know playing with LeBron, well, that's the only way he'll win a championship. Well, just, just don't, uh, don't have, don't be on the on the free throw line with what point some seconds oh, left. Oh my goodness! Uh, and then and and expect Jr. Smith to make a play too soon, too soon. No, you're you're exactly right. I would say that's <laughs> that's the moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen. Do all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Do not give JR the ball at the end of the game. (laughs) (laughs) Moving right along, we definitely want to shout out what's going on in uh, Ohio State. But before we even get into the game that occurred uh, Saturday night, earlier this week, we got news Uh, that... A couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago? Yeah, this happened uh, probably like, I think, two two or three weeks ago. Um, I forget who they were playing, but I I watched the game and he, he, he left the game. Uh, with a core injury, I believe it's a core injury. Um, I'm not necessarily. Uh, let's see. What, what? Oh, okay. You're talking about the injury. Yeah, I'm talking about the injury. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Sorry. Uh, yeah, he left the game with a core injury. Um, and he decided that it was it was uh, a good idea for him to uh forego the rest of the season with the Buckeyes and prepare for the NFL draft. Um, yes, I think that was probably the Best decision he could have made for himself personally, <laughs> because again, going back to a lot of our previous discussions back in uh, 
couple I forget what episode we did it in, but uh college football players do not get paid to do what they do. Yes. Um they you know, people can say, Oh, they they get a free scholarship, uh, to have free education and all that stuff. But let's be real. Ninety nine I guess well not ninety nine, I say ninety percent of these athletes, student athletes, are not going to school to go be a doctor or a lawyer or somebody. They're going to go professional in what they're doing. And so that's what all this is, is, is hinted around. It's around, you know, going professional in their sport. Yes. Especially for, you know, basketball and football. Exactly. You know, if you get a scholarship for uh, swimming or something like that, okay. Right. You probably have a backup plan. Right. But (laughs) most of these people who go to play basketball sports. Yeah. The ones that make the money, the ones, the sports that make the money. Football, basketball, maybe baseball. Yeah, maybe um, baseball. Golf makes money. Uh, these, these, these sports. If you're going into something like that, you're going in there with the mindset of going pro. Exactly. So exactly. Uh, I I applaud his decision to forego. Everybody's like, oh, he he. What about the team? What about him supporting the team? Whatever. It doesn't matter. The team doesn't. The, the team has another person stepping in his place immediately. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, I I think that it definitely hurts Ohio State. Um, but you know, saw who knows? I guess we we kind of saw that last night. Yes. So Saturday night they ended up playing the unranked University of Purdue, um, and uh, Purdue actually won that game. I I can't I can't believe I'm saying that. I really can't. But Purdue actually won that game. Yeah, Purdue. I I told my friend last night uh, when I saw him. I said. Uh, Purdue don't sleep on the Boilermakers like I said they're they're a pretty good football team uh Ohio State I don't know what was going through their mind um I don't they they had a terrible first half basically basically they they couldn't do anything in the first half mm-hmm. I mean you look at the score just the the stat line the score line there uh 14 to 3 at halftime yeah that is that is not Urban Meyer football that is not Buckeyes football um and to to even make matters worse in the fourth quarter they they ran out 28 points. Really? Yeah. Really? I and that's the thing like usually Urban Meyer's teams finish strong. Yeah. So this was this is strange for me when I saw the score I was like okay Purdue's up but you know it, it's going to be a close game towards the end. Right. The final score is 49 to 20. 49 to 20 Boilermakers. Yeah. I I just I don't know what to say about that. And the crazy thing is if Ohio State wins out they might be right back in it because you know there <laughs> are three. The committee there loves are the three, blue bloods. Yeah, there are three teams that the committee loves above anybody right now, and that is oh, Alabama number one, uh, Georgia okay. number two, okay, and uh, Ohio State number three. I yes. mean, you could you can you can probably put Clemson in there at number four, but you know, um, yeah, I think they like Clemson, but Clemson isn't as as much of a storied exactly. school. Exactly. You know? So uh Clemson just came up a couple of years ago. I mean, they've been in the in the playoff for what, three years now? So Yeah, and you know, they, they've had championships in the past, but they were never in my opinion, they were never a like a Michigan or, or a, Notre Dame. Yeah, they, yeah, they just uh, their name doesn't have that allure yeah, that yeah, some that, of these other schools has. That weight. Yeah. So I yeah, it's just crazy. It's crazy to me that Ohio State dropped to eleven. I didn't think they were going to drop that far, because um, they usually historically don't drop out of the top ten, even if they lose to a <laughs> unranked team. Yes, but 
the way that they and that's lost. That's important. That's important. Purdue was unranked. Yeah, that is super important. But the way that they lost, I feel. I think the committee got this right because they didn't lose by fourteen points. They didn't lose by you know seven points. They lost by twenty points. Yes, twenty plus points. Yes, so, this was a style win for Purdue. Yes, a style win. That. Oh, I don't. I don't know how to emphasize this anymore. Purdue, this is did, bad. Did for Purdue Ohio make the uh, make the top twenty five? Purdue is now. They should have done it immediately. This is this that was that should have been immediate. Well, well so the issue is Purdue was uh, four and three. Four and three doesn't matter. You you beat the number two team in the country. You should be immediately in a to- at least twenty five. <laughs> Automatically, yeah, I, I would expect to see Appalachian that State really. Yeah, Appalachian State. Hey, you know what? They're five and one. All I'm saying is, I don't have a bit for that. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. Okay, so. Who is slowing down Alabama, right? So you have this crazy upset of uh, Ohio State. They're now outside the top 10. Uh, but Alabama is just golden right now, sitting at 8-0 and overall, 4-0 and uh, sorry, four and at home, 3-0 three, three and away. You know, they're doing great things. That does not add up to 8. It really does <laughs> not. It adds up to 7. So I don't know what. Maybe these, uh, these rankings haven't been refreshed yet. We'll hope so. We'll hope. Yeah. We'll, yeah. <laughs> Somebody needs to be fired if that's the case. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Is anybody slowing down Alabama in the future? We have that. In two weeks, we have the LSU-Alabama showdown. I think that's basically the the game that's going to decide who's playing in the uh, SEC championship. What do you think? I think there's maybe one team that can slow them down defensively. But there's nobody in the in the country that can beat them. I okay. think Clemson has the best defensive line. Okay, has the has a better defensive secondary than pretty much anybody that 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 uh, Alabama has probably faced or is going to face. But outside of LSU, LSU I think is pretty good. Pretty has has a lot of heart, but I don't think they have the firepower to keep up with Alabama. And if um, uh, what's what is uh Clemson's coach's name? Dabu, Dabo Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney. If Dabo Sweeney had made the decision to keep Kelly Bryant, mm-hmm. then they probably would have a shot to beat Alabama. Why do you say that? Because Kelly Bryant has seen what Alabama is. Tre- uh, Trevor Lawrence has never played against Alabama. Okay. Okay. Has never. He doesn't. He doesn't know what to expect with these big boys, especially. I mean, he's seen them. From yeah. from the field, uh, he's seen them on the sideline, but he's never been hit by one of these guys. <laughs> so, when, I mean, it's intimidating when you go up against number one and all these guys are big, fast, and can hit. Yeah, but you got to admit, Clemson has some pretty big boys. Like, it's not like they're a, a yeah, but, Big Ten school or a Pac-12 school. Yes, but, they're, but they're, their offense is very, very mediocre, especially with Trevor Lawrence coming in. They have been very mediocre at best the past couple. Of, I mean, yes, they beat uh, who did they beat uh, yesterday? They beat um, it was a it was a um, I don't even know who they yeah, ended it was, up playing. It was it was not even a it wasn't even a it was a, I don't think it was I don't know. They played NC State, so you know NC State has a, a way of upsetting top ranked ACC uh, just, teams. Just say Florida State. <laughs> just say Florida State. I was trying. No, but, I mean, hey, they play ACC teams really well, so you never know when they're going to play spoiler. But um, yeah, no, Clemson, Clemson handled them, forty-one to seven, and you know that's a, a good point. Trevor Lawrence was uh, injured in the, the last game two weeks ago, yeah, and uh, we didn't know if he was going to come back. That he suffered a concussion, and it looked really bad. Yeah, so um, no, it looks like they haven't missed a step. I mean, they're they're beating most teams by twenty points. 
Uh, well, except for Syracuse. <laughs> but, um, uh, oh, yeah, we forced. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah. Uh, and they beat te- uh, Texas A&M uh, by two points. So that's, you know. But I, I Tex- uh, I'm saying, like, none of them have the talent or the, the, the size that Alabama has. Alabama defensively is bigger. Like, when they say literally that Alabama is the closest thing to an NFL team, they're not joking. Alabama is the closest thing to an NFL team. Like, yeah, these guys are big and fast. Yes, yes, so, absolutely. So, I mean, Trevor, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence has to realize that, and you know, and I don't think he has the firepower to kind of go and get in a shootout with Alabama because Alabama can just go in a shootout with anybody now. It doesn't matter who you play anymore. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was the knock on them, right? Their offense was basically run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and then we'll try to pass just when we have to right. when it's available, right? Right. Uh, but now running and passing, those are 50-50. We, they could do whatever on whatever down. They're not limited anymore by their right. quarterback. Exactly. So, I am not seeing anybody any even close to coming to Alabama this year. I mean, Clemson will probably end up being there. Uh, Georgia might end up being there. Um, Notre Dame looks pretty good, but I don't know. I don't trust Notre Dame. Yeah, um, I never really trust Notre Dame. They're another team that lacks uh, uh, size and top recruits, yes, right? Yeah, yes. So. Pull up, pull up the uh, rankings again. Okay. Um, LSU. Michigan, Michigan, they said has a great defense, but I'm not. I still don't believe in their offense. Um, o- Oklahoma is pretty good. I believe in their offense. I don't believe in their defense. So yeah, there's really nobody that has the the complete balance, like defensively and offensively, that Alabama has, and that's scary. Yeah, that's very scary. Yeah, I I gotta tell you, Alabama seems, although they're not really playing any real um, talented teams. Uh, until they play LSU, I think it is next week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah two, two weeks. Because I now. think they have a bye week this upcoming week. Upcoming so. week. Yeah. So, yeah, they're not really playing anybody. So, I think that Alabama is going to end up being number one overall for and a championship. The game. Might as well cancel the season, give it to them. I never give championships out until the game is played. No, I just get, I'm just, I'm sorry. Like when you, <laughs> when, when Alabama has probably scored. 50 points in every game except for like two or one game maybe so far yeah they've they've basically scored 40 i think it's 40 in all six or seven so, yeah, games I, I don't think i don't think all eight games excuse yeah, me so oh but, no no they didn't score 40 in one of their games they scored oh 39, 39. <laughs> oh boy oh no i stand that, corrected that hurts their average <laughs> <laughs> that hurts their average by a point. Yeah, but I mean, oh like they're, they're putting up crazy numbers: sixty-two, forty-five, 50, sixty-five. 50, look, go go from the top. Go from the top. Fifty-one, fifty-seven, sixty-two, forty-five, fifty-six, sixty-five, thirty-nine, fifty-eight. Uh, LSU is going to get ninety. Mississippi uh, <laughs> State's going to get one hundred and two. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, man, it's it's insane what they're doing. I I I thought that offense would be super high powered with uh, Tua Tagovailoa at the helm and it's good to see that he is um, not injured anymore he seems to be doing well he yes. threw i want to say he threw for 300 plus yards and can i say again can i can i can i stress it again um that tua has still not played a fourth quarter this season still <laughs> not played a fourth quarter this season still not finished a game 
Um, he got hurt in the first half of the game, I think, or the beginning of the third quarter. Was out. Uh, Last game, yeah, yeah. And, no, this game too. Like he he got hurt in this game, but he wasn't like severely hurt. But they 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 pulled him out at halftime or at the beginning of the third quarter, and Jalen Hurts came in, um, scored a touchdown, and then he didn't finish the fourth quarter. And uh, <laughs> third 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 stringer came in and 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 finished the game out. So. Yeah, it's it's something. They something. are loaded. Alabama yeah. is in, incredible. Incredible. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I also have to give a shout out really quick to Benny Snell Jr. of Kentucky. He is the running back that is doing work for the Kentucky Wildcats. He has them sitting at 6-1, and one, tied for first in the SEC East. I did not see this coming at the beginning of the season, so it's, it's just kind of crazy to see what he's doing. Uh, yesterday against Vanderbilt, he had the game-winning touchdown, the go-ahead touchdown, I should say. Uh, and he, he had a crazy load. He had 32 carries, 169 yards. Uh, right now he's sitting at fourth in the NCAA as far as rushing is concerned, with 868 yards and nine TDs on the year. That's crazy. Just huge congratulations. Hit my air horn one time for him. That's right. I am so excited about Benny Snell Jr. I hope that the Bengals pick him up next year. Sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, Philadelphia needs a, a running back too, but I'm just, I'm, that's all I'm saying. So, I mean, hey, we'll, we'll get yeah, to it. I, I get it. I get it. We'll get to it. All right. Let's get to this disrespect that um, you mentioned briefly of UCF. Uh, actually, did you mention this? I didn't mention it yet. So. Oh, okay. We, in pre show, pre show, you did. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> um, so, UCF is still number 10, even though they're, compl- they're winning every game that they, they play. Uh, UCF is seven and zero. Uh, they've they've pretty much I pull up some of the stats on them. Uh, their last game or whatever. Um, they're just they're just dominating. They're just dominating. Thirty. I mean, again, they're playing in what the MAC conference or uh F FBS Division Two something something. <laughs> conference. Yeah, so I, I, I want to say it's like the All American. Yeah, I I, I, like I get it. I get where they're playing, but at the same time. These guys are taking care of business, okay? They're taking care of business. I mean, look at these, look at these scores, man. It's crazy. But yeah, they're they're first in the in American West Division, the American Athletics Conference. Um, they're they you know they they beat Eastern Carolina uh, this past weekend. They're number ten. They should be at least number six or seven, in my opinion, because they've they've earned the right. Uh, they've played so well. They put up. They put up. Good numbers. They put up good scores. Give them a chance. Just like last year. Give them a chance. I mean, I, I like that they're top 10 before the last two weeks of the season. Because um, I think that last year, if I'm not mistaken, they were outside the top 10 for until like right there leading up. And then they finally had to put them at like number six because they ended up winning the uh, uh, the conference. I guess the American conference, American athletic concert conference. Excuse me, because um, I think UCF was right there with them, mm-hmm. um, and because they're a minor conference, they're not a major conference. They kind of didn't know who they wanted to put into the committee's. Uh, excuse me, the college football playoff last two. Hmm. Wow, that was a mouthful. Anyway, so I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> um, yeah, so UCF, you know, we've seen that they've been a little disrespected. I, I still don't agree with them saying that they were the national champs from the last year. But I do like that they're top 10. I do like the, that the committee put them in. 
I just don't know what's going to happen um, moving forward as far as, um, y- you know, I kind of think that they should be ahead of Texas. I kind of think that they should be ahead of Oklahoma. That's what I'm saying. But I, you They're still. They're 7-0. They're an undefeated team behind a bunch of one-loss teams. Like, I mean, obviously, Georgia is still really good. Texas, eh. Uh, Miss- Michigan, still not that great. Florida, I think UCF could beat Florida if they wanted to. Yeah. Uh, like, they should be ahead of some of these teams. Like, at least seven. At least seven. So, yeah. I would put, if I was, if I was a committee, I would put, uh, from five down, I would put, uh, Michigan at five. Uh, I would put Georgia, no, I should put Georgia at five, Michigan at six, USC at seven, mm, Oklahoma at seven, USC at eight. And then Texas at nine, and then go on down from there. But so UCF at eight, UCF should be at eight right now. Okay, yeah, I can I can definitely see it. I mean, well, time will tell, as always. And um, I I think that UCF still has to win their their championship game, whatever that is, whatever they consider their championship well, game. I wish I wish that would be a, I wish that was all across the board, but you know, <laughs> it never happens that way, so. Yes. Who cares? Alla, oh, who cares about Alla. the championship game? Yeah, especially when it's at the SEC. Yes. Final shout out, we got LA Sports just going crazy right now. You got the Rams at 6 and 0, you got the Dodgers in the World Series, the Lakers and we'll get into that. That's our hot topic for this week. Um the Lakers just, you know, with LeBron's debut and everything around their their franchise, um exactly, you know, will they make it to the playoffs this year? Just the city is buzzing. You got the Chargers at 5 and 2. You even have the um MLS, the Los Angeles uh, Football Club is uh I think they're ranked number 5. Um, in the Western Conference right now. And, uh, even the LA Galaxy are, they're ranked number eight. Um, excuse me, LA, LAFC is number three in the Western Conference and the Galaxy are number seven. So yeah, I, I mean, the city's on fire right now. I'm, I'm really excited for what they're doing. Um, but yeah, please, please no rioting. No matter if you win. <laughs> Philadelphia, we call yeah. you out. If you win, just win with grace. And just go through. <laughs> no riots, no burning things. Shout out to LA and what they're doing. I think I still think they have way too many teams in LA, but we won't go there. Um, but yeah, they're doing a great job. Yeah. All right. I think we can move on now to the injury report. I'm in pain. I have injury. You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look. Just a flesh wound. Injury report. The injury report brought to you by. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Sponsor. Soon, soon, soon. Um, if y'all keep listening, we will get sponsors. Uh, you want to plug? Let's plug. Please tell your friends about us. We are on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts, as well as SoundCloud. You can subscribe. Uh, actually, give us a rating. Leave a comment. That would be awesome. Let us know where you're listening from. And uh, if you like the show and if you want to actually get some different segments, uh, we'll work together as a team. That's a, This is a team effort, ladies and gentlemen. Team effort. Please go ahead and hit us up on Twitter. We are at YDKJ Podcast. Um, we tweet from time to time. I, I like to retweet some stuff every now and then. We and tweet. Retweet. Um, retweet. <laughs> tweet, tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet. 
Um, and go ahead and email us as, as well. We are ydkjpodcast at gmail.com, ydkjpodcast at gmail.com. I'm glad you actually brought up this plug because, uh, oh, you're about to do no, something? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. We actually have an email that we forgot to read from last week. Dun, 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 dun. Anyways, um, real quick, as always, friend of the show, Addy wrote in, and uh, we just want to show some love. He's talking about the Yankees and what happened with uh, against the Red Sox, and you know, we, me and him, share a a common bond. Common bond yes. over the sadness. Thank yes. you, sir. Common bond. Oh, don't worry. Uh, me and him are sharing common bond as well, too, <laughs> uh, in the football realm. Yeah, yeah. And he's um he's wondering about these Giants right now. OBJ. Uh, he says that OBJ is feeling himself a little too much and might be rubbing off on uh, Shepard. And uh, there seems to be a disconnect between Eli, which we know we've been saying that for a while, or at least I've been saying that. Between OBJ, who? Between OB- OBJ and Eli Manning. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was never a connection there in the first place. But anyways, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep that well, going. Well, come on, man. They made one of the most highlighted plays of all time. Because OBJ is OBJ. You get somebody else in there that is – uh, more talented. Like put 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 Colin Kaepernick in the game. Put put him on the Giants and see if the Giants don't go from a one and five team to yeah. an eleven and five team this year because <laughs> they have that much talent in the backfield with Saquon Barkley. You put Saquon there with his blazing four four speed or whatever. Yeah. You put you put Colin Kaepernick back there with his blazing four four speed. I mean, you got a tandem of good wide receivers back there with OBJ, Shepard, all of them, and then you get uh, Evan Ingram back? Come on, man. That no, offense I, will go bonkers. It's really weird to me that Colin Kaepernick is not at least the backup for the Giants, you know? I, a lot he should of, be starting. A, a lot of Eli New York be the tabloids have said, um, or just like New York articles uh, have said that Colin Kaepernick should be on that squad. Yes. And Colin and, should be, the, Colin should be the starter. <laughs> Eli should be the backup. I, I just don't know where Eli's mind is, but we digress. Digress. We, uh, we love when you guys send us emails. Let us know how you feel about the show as always. Yes, Addy. Thank you for your email. We shout you out. We're going to get you on the show at some point. Yes. At least, uh, at least for calling in and talking some trash. He wants to talk trash about a New York team, but all the New York teams <laughs> have not been doing pretty, uh, doing well at all. So, yeah. no. oh well. Oh well. On to some injuries. We have the, Oh man, the New Orleans Saints, Ted Ginn Jr. is on the IR. Tell yes. me about this, Hugh. Um, I believe it's a knee injury that he that he suffered a little while a little while ago, but um there the the Saints are without their deep threat. He is truly, truly a deep threat. He's been on uh, he's been placed on IR and uh they're saying he's hopeful to be turned the season, but you know, with IR you are out about what, six games, so uh, we'll see if he is actually able to return because the Saints, hopefully, in the next couple of 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 weeks, can can get back on track so they can get back to the to the playoffs and to the NFC Championship game and whatnot. So, uh, NFC Championship, ah, yeah, I interesting. Mean, I, I feel like the Saints are <laughs> are that good. If they can get home court advantage, there's nobody that can beat them, honestly. Yeah, um, man. But you know, I'm an Eagles fan, so I I I, I digress and go to my Eagles. Um, Haloti Nada. Uh, and Tim Jernigan, who is both, who are both inactive. Tim Jernigan actually is is has been progressing better. He hasn't played this season, but he is. They are hoping to get him back by the end of the year. So we need him pretty badly. Um, Eagles have a slew of injuries. I didn't put all of them on there because it's pointless. 
Um, <laughs> you know, half of them, are, a good good portion of them are on IR. So it doesn't, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, man. The 49ers also have some injuries that are da- uh, daunting them. <laughs> haunting. Daunting, daunting haunt- and haunting. <laughs> haunting them. Uh, Dante Pettis, wide receiver, he has a knee injury and he's out. Um, Matt uh, Breda. Breda. Yes. There we go. Thank you, sir. Uh, running back, he has an ankle. Um, questionable, did, did he end up playing? I think he did end up, did, he did end up playing. Okay. So. Very cool. Um, Matt, uh, Khalil, uh, not Khalil. Really? Matt K- Khalil, I guess it's Khalil, right? Mac, I think so. Yeah, Matt, Matt Khalil. 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 <laughs> I have no idea if, <laughs> if that's correct, but he's offensive tackle for the Panthers. Uh, they played. They beat my Eagles this, today. He he has been placed on IR with a, a knee injury, and that's a significant loss for Cam Newton because he is he is important on that line. And that's probably a big reason why they struggled earlier today. Oh, yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. Falcons, uh, Devontae Freeman, he is on the on IR. Uh, he has a growing injury and a foot injury. So, he, oh, man, that's rough for him. Uh, Deion Jones, linebacker on IR as well with a foot injury. Uh, Matt Bryan is out, undisclosed. That's an interesting yeah, I one. Did, I didn't. That's uh, the kicker, right? Yeah, he's the kicker. I didn't know what, why he was out, but they listed him as out on the injury report. So, oh, well. Yeah, Cowboys. Personal, personal reasons. Yes. Cowboys. Joe Thomas is the the linebacker. He's out with foot injury. So is Tavon Austin. So I don't know how their deep threat is going to be, although they are tied up the, the, the Redskins right now, uh, 7-7 with a deep throw. I'm just – I don't really – I don't care right now. Uh, I'm just mad. Um, <laughs> and Terrence Williams, the, the the talented wide receiver, big wide receiver that they have, big play wide receiver, he is uh, on IR for the foot injury, but I think it's more because he has been suspended by the league and they're just tired of dealing with him. Yeah. So they placed him on IR and faked the foot injury like that organization always does. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. I mean, a lot of organizations probably do that, but yeah. yeah. So. Uh, my Bengals, Your team. yeah, man, my Bengals, who actually played tonight against Kansas City, looking forward to that. The beating, blowout? That beating, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Giovanni Bernard, um, the running back, second string running back, is out with a knee injury, and I say, eh, who cares? <laughs> we'll <laughs> take not, him with Philly. It's, it's, you know, they're we'll not even, they're not even using Giovanni the way I think that they could use him. Yeah. You get him in space. I think that he's always dangerous, but well, that's the problem with a lot of uh, offensive coordinators anyways. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, actually, we got a big, um, big, uh, injury that we need to actually let you know about. This is for soccer. All you, um, uh, b- soccer fans out there, uh, FC Barcelona has a injury to their superstar, Lionel Messi. He apparently broke his forearm and he'll be out at least three weeks. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. How, wait, first of all, you're not going to speed past that. Like you didn't just say what you just said. Um, so in soccer, you don't use your arms. So how do you break his arm? <laughs> That's one thing I don't understand. Like, that's yeah. that 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 baff, that baffles me. Like you're not you literally aren't using your arm. So I mean, I guess you could fall on it, you can hyperextend it, do whatever. But yeah, I think what happened. Um, he probably just went up for a either a header or somebody bumped him and he broke his arm. But, hey, you're right. When, when it comes to injuries in soccer, 
the arm is usually the last <laughs> thing that you would expect. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, uh, I don't know if they're there. Like you said, be previously with the Dallas Cowboys. Are they trying to fake it or <laughs> he miraculously comes back after three weeks and, and, uh, and plays like a, like a, like a mass, a madman out there. It's crazy. Yeah, it looks like um he was trying to cushion his bl- his fall. Yeah, and his elbow, his right elbow, bent and badly. See, that's what I'm talking about. Ugh. Like it's always the fall. A lot of times, it's not necessarily what you the contact, the initial contact. It's always the way you fall. You land awkwardly. So let me ask you a question. <sighs> I'm so mad. When we play, when you play football, did your did your uh, coaches and all that uh, kind of show you how to fall? You know what I'm saying? Like they 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 taught you how to fall. Um, not. I don't remember spending a lot of time on it. It's possible, but yeah, um, I remember. Wait, so was, like for defense or offense or just the whole team? Just in general, like because falling. Uh, 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 if you fall in a certain way, you can hurt yourself. So a lot of them took time. I don't know. I don't think it was during the season. I think it was during the off season or whatever. But we learned different techniques of different things. And one of them was learning how to fall. And so how to protect yourself when you fall, covering up ball, doing this, that, and the other, but basically how to fall and protect yourself on the way down. So that was one thing I learned from football when I was playing was how to kind of brace myself and kind of at the same time brace yourself, but keep your body a little bit limp. Because if you keep your body a little limp, you're not tight. You're not going to, you're not going to hurt yourself. Yeah, that's why they say, random fact, that's why they say babies can actually survive falls from farther distances. Yeah. Because they're not tensing up and right. they, the body naturally can adjust. Can and I mean, yeah, yeah, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna, of course, your, your, your joints are gonna be taking the biggest hit because, you know, they gotta, yeah. they gotta cushion that, that blow, but, you know, it's easier than tensing up and then letting everything break. So, yeah, the only thing I remember is, uh, when you're, you know, especially on kickoff, like if your guy has the ball, fall on top of your guy so that they don't, you know, <laughs> no, seriously, a lot of people, a lot of defenders would spear the carrier in the back after they fall. Oh. And it was like, really? Like you're just going to blow up his back like that? That's yeah. not cool. Why not? But, um, and, and also as wide receivers, they always told you just don't jump. <laughs> like if true. you jump, you're going to land a lot harder. So true, true. that was the only thing I really remember, but it makes total sense. Like you need to be careful. Um, they say a lot of basketball players don't land well. I, yes. I, I, to this day, I'll maintain that Russell Westbrook is not helping himself with the way he lands after he dunks. And that's why he's not playing. He isn't touched the court yet. Yeah. That's why they, uh, he, I actually saw an alert pop up on my phone. He's hoping to, uh, to make his debut against the Kings. I think they play him tonight or tomorrow night. So yeah, I mean, hey, it's that's just how it is. Like you got to be careful, got to protect yourself. Unnecessary injuries are ruining the league. Yes, the league. All right, let's go on to our headlines of the week. Daily headlines. Daily headlines. Yes. yes. Oh, we going to go in on this guy. Hold <laughs> up. <laughs> Shh. Fight, 
Oh yeah, he coming. He about to he about to uh light you up. Tristan Thompson, I need you to come to the front of the congregation because we have to have <laughs> a word with you. Your comments before the season started. Yes. You said that the Eastern Conference Championship will again roll through uh the Cleveland Cavaliers because you had it the last couple years. Again, I remind you, LeBron James was your leading everything in Cleveland. Yep. Um, so I want to know how you feel now having an 0 and 2 start with bad losses and, you know, basically having to reel and try to, try to salvage. I feel like it's salvaging their season three games in. Like it's, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Please raise your hand, ladies and gentlemen. I know I can't see you, but <laughs> raise oh, your we hand. can see you all right. <laughs> if you thought that the Cleveland Cavaliers were actually going to uh, make any noise in the Eastern Conference, yeah, that's what I thought. Yes, <laughs> I was that's like, you. I, I, kno- I, I like the way you said that up. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it it's crazy to to even imagine that he even said that because he knows that LeBron was everything to that city. Yes. He leading score, uh leading assist person, uh leading re- well even leading rebounder even though he well not leading rebounder. I guess Tristan had that or you know one of them, but like he was the one that 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 got you where you were and you can even tell last year when he didn't play in certain, some of these games, especially like not even play. Like when he was when he was on the bench for a, a good period of time and they had a lead and that lead diminished within 10 minutes. Like, yeah, you have a, a 17 point lead and it's gone down to like four, four points in, in 10 minutes. I'm like, yep. And you think you can hold on without LeBron James? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, Kevin Love is balling. I don't know if you've seen Kevin Love's stats lately, but Kevin Love is doing well. Tristan, I don't. You're going to have to score like 25 points a game. Yeah. Pull like 15 rebounds a game. And if you do that, then maybe Cleveland has a shot. But you got to understand Boston is loaded. The Boston is doing well. Toronto. Yes. Kawhi Leonard looks like Kawhi Leonard. Yes. You know, it's crazy that he would even. uh, I mean, you even got Milwaukee coming in. I mean, um, um, Who's in Memphis has Mike Conley back. So they looking hot. Um, it just, it's just, I mean, the Wizards, I mean, like you've got the Pacers, like you've got so many different teams that are much better than the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like I just, I don't understand. I, I hope he revisits that at the end of the year and says, I was wrong. Uh, we were who we thought we were <laughs> because that's who, that's what it, I want to hear when they're a 20, when they're a 21 win team. Yeah. And, and they vying, miss the playoffs and vying for it. Not even miss. They, they didn't even, they didn't get on the plane for the playoffs. Uh, and they, <laughs> and they, uh, and they, and they vibe for a first round draft pick. That's what I want them to say. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is the thing. Like, okay. So they just, Recently played the Detroit Pistons. They lost 129 to 110. Tristan Thompson only played 22 minutes, grabbed nine rebounds, and scored 13 points. I mean, that's not bad, but still a mediocre stat line. Yes, because now you you move up in the the pecking order. Yes. Now that LeBron is gone, you have to you have to do more. Yes. <sighs> I mean, how is a rookie, Colin Sexton, playing more minutes than you? Seriously, seriously, yeah. answer me that. Yeah. 
Like I don't, I don't even know that. I mean, that twenty-two minutes is a role player number, uh, number of minutes for anybody in the league. So if you're playing less than thirty or twenty-five to thirty minutes a game, mm-hmm. you're a role player. I'm sorry, that's what it is. Yeah. What does that say about you? Like seriously though, like what does that say about you? I mean, he sucks. So I oh, mean, oh man, he's he's just a big man that's running his mouth because he thinks he's his team is still is still what it is. I mean, it's still a, it's. I think he's trying to. And, you know, encourage his teammates or whatever, but you know, it's like my it's like my Eagles. I'll go I go with my Eagles. My Eagles we, we we flying high because we're too cocky right now. So when you talk, that's when bad things happen. That's when <laughs> bad things happen. And Tristan Thompson talked a little too much. Yes. He got a little too things, high. Yeah, now bad things are happening. Yeah, I know. And then on top of that, the Kardashian curse. Mm. <laughs> Enough said. Let's Enough go said. on to these Eagles because I know you really want to go in on them. Oh boy, where do we start? I'm going to start with Eric Reed versus Malcolm Jenkins before the game. Yeah, this is before the action even started. Apparently, Eric Reed is still holding a grudge against everything that Malcolm Jenkins stands for when it yes. comes to the Players Coalition and yes. the fight for social justice. Um, yeah, and they they got into a heated argument where Eric Reed had to be held back. Yeah. That was it was uh, rough. I saw the beginning of the game, and it was it was at the coin toss when they when they were at the coin toss. Malcolm Jenkins is one of the captains. He came out and you know was you know doing the pre pre game coin toss and all that. And then Eric Reed came out to meet him after the coin toss was over and started having words with Malcolm Jenkins. Mm-hmm. So uh, Eric Reed had to be held back um, about it. And then after the game, uh, Eric Reed. Uh, addressed the media and he said in his post game that uh, Malcolm Jenkins is a sellout for what he did mm. um, doing this that and the other he's you know he you know he he uh, he's not a great example blah 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 and I'm like well this is this is great for our movement because at the end of the day uh, if you want something done as far as social justice issues the one thing you can't do cardinal sin <laughs> In trying to start a movement and maintain a movement is never to fight amongst yourselves. You have to sow a united front. And I don't think uh, you can disagree. Mm-hmm. I understand you can mm-hmm. disagree and you have different, you know, you know, different opinions of what what needs to be done. But at the end of the day, everybody's trying to make to come up with the same result. Yes. Yeah. The result is to make sure that there is justice for everyone in this country. Yeah. And if you're going to be upset about that and you're going to do that, then you're hurting you're hurting what the voice that you're trying to make as opposed as as, as also what uh, Malcolm Jenkins is trying to do as well. So I just don't understand what Reed was thinking. I don't understand what the, what they were fighting about. You know, yeah. it's just it's not a good look for anybody. It's not a good look because you can have this conversation. In my opinion, you can have this conversation after the game behind or, closed doors or even better. I mean, it's. Possible, not likely, but it's possible that Malcolm Jenkins could be out there on special teams, and you could be out there on special teams, and you handle your business then. But yeah, I, don't uh, think, I, I think both both players are too valuable to be on special teams. special teams. Got gotcha. you. Uh, but man, I wish they were offensive and defensive. Players. They could they could do a celebrity uh, boxing match. <laughs> oh yes, and give the money to charity. Yeah, <laughs> to help their cause. <laughs> Social justice. Oh man. So I, yeah, I just I just I was just upset with with the way uh, Ed Reed handled it. I mean, Eric Reed. Sorry, not Ed Reed. Ed Reed is better. Eric Reed. <laughs> Eric Reed handled. Uh, the situation. I mean, if you have a problem with the person, what happened to going going up to him and having a conversation? Yeah, talking to him behind closed. Look, I I I don't agree with what you did. 
you know, we can hash this out. We can talk about it like men, you know, especially if you want to be considered one of the um, uh, four four most uh, leaders in, in activism and all that. I mean, yeah. you act a certain way. You try to get after somebody. No, man. That, yeah, that well, just discredits everything that you're doing. Yeah. And, you know, obviously protests don't necessarily have to be peaceful but i prefer peaceful Peaceful protests exactly (laughs) right i mean you could have violent revolution or you can have a it had to happen at some point yeah a leader that likes violence but i i i don't know i think that we can get things done without the the violence the extra added violence exactly but that's that situation Um, headed into the game yep the game that we uh that i that i watched it was a it was a uh, terribly exciting roller coaster of a game. Uh, the Eagles went into the game with the Carolina Panthers. We lost in the fourth quarter. Yep. Uh, twenty-one to seventeen. We had the lead, uh, se- uh z- seventeen to zero, and going into the third quarter or fourth quarter. Yeah, going uh, into me. the fourth. Going quarter. into the fourth quarter, we had the lead seventeen to zero, and. Uh, I don't know if it was a combination of play calling me mixed with mediocre execution from the players Ooh. with uh, with, you know, just complacency all over the all over the uh, the field. But what happened was the total total dis- just meltdown. Yeah. And I want to call out, first of all, Doug Peterson. Oh, put him on the table. You're, you are the head coach. You should have stopped this when they scored that first touchdown. Mm-hmm. You should have been like, "Okay, we're going to be more aggressive. We're going to put our, our 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 foot on their throats. We're going to cut this down. Yeah, score, uh, but two more touchdowns. Pedal to the metal. Yes, it, it's over. It's done. But we got complacent on offense, defensively. I don't know what Jim Schwartz was doing, <laughs> as far as you know, they were playing a soft, you know, zone defense, uh, basically giving up, giving up catches and giving up yards yeah when you do that big things can happen yes so you need to go up and challenge these these, these wide receivers challenge i mean he never sent a blitz the whole fourth quarter and you know that carolina loves to get christian mccaffrey into space exactly so you can't play a soft zone and expect it to actually last for more than what five minutes exactly i, I mean, can understand if he tried to play that defense with five minutes to go not a whole quarter right exactly so I I don't know. I would have sent at least two or three blitzes every single se- every single se- series that he's coming down. You see that? I mean, earlier in the game we had, I guess, I think it was two or three sacks on Cam Newton. We mm-hmm. sacked him a couple times in the first quarter, in the first half. Second half, we didn't touch him. Yeah. So what does that yeah. tell you? Send extra pressure yes. so you can get him off his spot. He is a great running quarterback. He can kill you with his legs. And, you know, he's proficient with his arm. He's kind of like a, 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 a Dak Prescott 2.0. Yeah, but he had an offensive tackle out, right? So exactly. now so, you have a chance to overmatch that second string guy. Exactly. Yeah. But what do we do? We rush for and hopefully play defense on the back end. And we got burned twice. And you can't do Three that. Three times, actually. You can't do that when you're up 17. I mean, nowadays in the NFL, 17 points nothing. is nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Yes. I mean, it, uh, granted... You know, the opponent that we play, uh, Carolina is usually a running team. So they want to, they want to control the clock and run the ball. We were very good at that, but you know, they also have very tall wide receivers and very explosive receivers. So, yeah. you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you can't tell, this is, this is a fresh wound. 
Yes, it <laughs> for is. For my guy. It is. Uh, it, <laughs> Happened it, about two hours ago. It, so, yeah. It, it, it cut deep. And <laughs> I, I, I came in here and joked. I was like, let's fire everybody and start over fresh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm not. I'm not really serious about that. I just think we need. We need. Uh, we need to trade for a running back so we can ice games, and we need to ma- basically. But okay, okay, go, go real quick on that running back front. I I get you. I think you need a big time running back. But at the same time, man, Clement was doing his thing. Uh, yeah, Clement was doing his thing. Small was doing his thing. But if you look at the stats, go ahead and pull up the stats real quick. Okay. Um. If you look up the stats of of the game that we played, uh, neither neither running back got over what is it forty yards a game? Forty yards this game? Yeah, the the most they had was thirty two yards. So a premier yeah. running back would have at least fifty to sixty, maybe eighty yards. Yes, absolutely. Ice the game. Look, we're 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 averaging. He was averaging three point six yards a carry. 3.6 yards of carry. Yeah, Wendell Smallwood, like as your primary back, is a little strange to me. Right. Wendell Smallwood, Josh Gore, Josh Adams is a, is a bigger back, but he was averaging 4.2 yards of carry. Yeah. That's not going to cut it, especially if you're trying to ice the game. You need somebody that's going to going to going to at least get you 6 to 7 yards of 7 yards of carry it, do, towards the end of the game. And that's what Zeke that's why Zeke is so important. Yeah, to that's the Dallas what, Cowboys. Yeah. Because that's what Gurley does as well exactly. for the Rams. He yeah. gets you about six to seven yards per carry at the end of the game to ice the game. We yeah. have that. We don't have that. No, so you don't we, have that right now. That's why Carson went through for 30, 30 for, he was 30 for 37, 310 yards and, a t- and two touchdowns. He had to throw basically yeah. the whole game in and, order for us to win the game. And obviously that's a very impressive completion uh, percentage. Yeah, that's but at the over same what, time, 70%? Yeah, I believe so. And it's what's crazy is that he he I I think that Carson Wentz is a great passer, but I still think that you need a running game with him Bro. because it just makes everything like when you run that RPO offense, mm-hmm. everything just kind of opens up when you're able to run the ball. Right. You know. So I'm just oh, gonna well. throw this out there. Um, Carson Wentz has has thrown for his his completion percentage was off the charts, eighty one percent. That is incredible in the league today. Seriously, that that's, that's incredible. That's and big he, time. And this wasn't dinks and dunks. This was long, long uh, passes. So Carson Wilson was doing all he can to win the game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, th- that stat line is ridiculous. But all in all, the defense also. I mean, you need a running game, and you need defense to step up, and and we ice the game. But I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> I understand, man. Talk a little trash. And if you have some trash to talk about your team, please let us know at YDKJ Podcast on Twitter, YDKJ Podcast at gmail.com. Send it in and we'll debate it. Or at least discuss it. One yeah, or the other. We may not, we may not care about your team. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we will debate and discuss. If you're Cowboys, please call in because I'll go in on oh, them. Oh, yeah. I will go in on them. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the show where we try to get some questions in rapidly we call it our rapid fire segment let's get into it i don't even know what that means all right deshaun watson was bused to jacksonville instead of taking the team plane crazy that's a long flight or that's a long bus ride yeah uh because he's fractured fractured his ribs and punctured his lung do we even think that he should be playing in today's game well he shouldn't have played but if you look at the stats 
uh, he destroyed the number one. Uh, what they say, the number one defense in the defense, league. Yeah, uh, again, which Dak Prescott did last week. So which I don't, I don't even know what that means. What Dallas did last week. So just want to point that out there. Uh, if two teams have done it in a row, they just basically dismantled that defense. Anyways, um, yeah, he should probably have taken a day off for a rest. Um, yeah. But those are injuries that are painful, but you can play through them. So hopefully he can get better soon. Yeah, fractured ribs. I, I don't even know what how he's doing it, but oh, good, good on him. Shout out. <laughs> so one hundred twelve thousand dollars. That was the fine that was charged to Vontez Perfect. Perfect. Excuse me. Um, hopefully the the league is trying to deter his reckless play. He had two hits against the Steelers, James Conner and Antonio Brown. Yes. Um, and obviously the fine is so big because of all of his discipl- disciplinary action. Right. Um, in the past. So. Is, does this kind of fit the crime? Does the punishment fit the crime in this case? Yeah, no, because they find him so many times that it hasn't done anything. It's about time to hand down suspensions. Uh, oh yeah, lower the lower the gauntlet on him. Uh, and that's a lot of people that say that. But at the end of the day, if if a man doesn't care about how much he's paying out, it's yeah. not. It's, he doesn't care about the money he's paying out. It's time to hit him somewhere else. I haven't confirmed this individually, but I was watching ESPN Countdown earlier today, and they're saying that he spent $5 million over his career on fines. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I don't even know why Vontaze Burfick is, is in, still in, the is in the league. Yeah. yeah. We or still with my up. Bengals. Like, I, I get it. He's a good player, but he's just dirty and weird, and I, I'm, I'm done with him. Yeah. I'm done with him. All right. The Titans, they had a crazy game in London today, 9.30 a.m., for us East Coast guys. That was crazy. <laughs> Just the start time. Anyways, Derrick Henry had a great game, but the Titans, you know, tied up the game late in in London and then they decided to go for it for a two point conversion to win the game. Are we trusting that call? Like should they have run the ball or do you like that pass? Um, I like the call that they they I mean, I love aggressive people. I'm a very aggressive person, so I would have done the same thing. But I think if you if you're a good coach, you know your personnel. And if he knew his personnel, he would have known he had a 250 pound back yep. in the backfield from Alabama. From Alabama <laughs> that it can can rival Marshawn Lynch on the one yard line mm-hmm. if he was if he wanted to. And you just turn around and hand that ball off to your big back and yes. help and and live with the results because. What they did was they tried to do a slant route in the end zone. Obviously, there's so much traffic in the middle of the end zone. It's not going to do anything. So, yeah, and you're on the two-yard line for that two-point conversion. Exactly. It's like, I, I, again, I like the aggressiveness, but that play call was very strange. So, yeah, very they deserve strange. to lose that game anyways. Yeah, big time. All right, finally, the NFL trade deadline is next Tuesday, October 30th. Rumor is Demarius Thomas of the Broncos and Amari Cooper of the Raiders are available if the price is right. Uh, what do you expect from the NFL trade deadline? I expect a lot of trades this, this upcoming deadline. <laughs> like, I expect teams to – because teams, there are teams that are going for broke now. Um, I, I, I expect that the Cowboys are going to go for broke. I expect the Eagles to go for broke. Um the you know teams that are desperate to to get on track that are that have good teams that have good that have good solid cores will have to add talent to their team so i expect a lot of transactions to happen before the 30th oh yeah i see some big moves in the nfl trade uh, market because honestly there are a lot of teams like you said there are a lot of teams that have pieces and they probably want to get draft picks yes so, definitely there you go Ladies and gentlemen, that was our rapid fire segment. Please 
If you have any questions that you would like to throw into the rapid fire, we would love for you to get at us. Get at us. That's right. Like I said, at YDKJ Podcast on Twitter, we are headed into the hot topic of the day. So our hot topic of the day, the game that we saw last night between the LA Lake LA Lakers. I was gonna say that right. I was like the LA Rams. I'm no, that, that, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> not football, not football. The LA Lakers and the Houston Rockets. That was an electric game last night. Oh my goodness. It was a fantastic game to watch. Uh, I, I kind of flipped back and forth between several games, but finally when I settled in to watch the, the second half of that game mm-hmm. and, uh, LeBron looks good. LeBron looks really good. For those of you that think I'm a LeBron hater, uh, Chris, um, <laughs> uh, Jeremy, um, I, I, um, I'm not, I, I think LeBron played very well. I think he played, he, he, he led his team. Uh, very well in that game. Uh, twenty four points, five rebounds, five assists, and uh, yeah, he 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 did he did what he was supposed to do. Um, Alonzo uh, Ball had fourteen points, six rebounds, six uh, four assists. He was four for eight from three point land, which is you know that's, that's I like that. That's incredible for the young guy. Uh, shooting it with confidence, he looked good. He had a swag to him. Um, he's just he's just calming down, and the game's coming. Uh, slowly to him, so yep. that's that's good to see. His shot looks better too. I don't know if you've noticed, but he switched his release position yep. by uh, probably twenty degrees or so. Yeah, they <laughs> look at you get all 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 fancy. And yeah, stuff. all technical. Well, they uh they said that he got stronger in the off season, so basically instead of instead of having to use more arm, he's he's flicking the wrist a little bit better. So nice, um, looking up, looking at the wrist. Exactly. So. Uh, that that helped a lot. That's how that definitely helps a lot when you can't use power from your legs. Yeah. Um, in certain situations. Yeah, man. Um, so I, real quick, this is LeBron's home debut yes. for the Lakers. So yes. that was a big thing. Obviously, ESPN made a big deal out of it. Um, ESPN, and, and they had just lost their game to the Portland Trailblazers. I believe that was Thursday night or something. Yes, like that. I think so. Yeah. So. You know, it's a it was a big deal, and obviously the Rockets are a top tier team in the West. Top so tier. yes, without a doubt, like they're I still think that they're one of the teams to beat. Yes, a lot of people think that they've gotten worse, but I still think that Melo is good enough to add something, and I think Melo has a chip on his shoulder. I think Melo uh, will need to man the second team, but he should never come in with the first team. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think I think go back up. Uh, I think somebody needs to learn how to spell raining, um, but I'll learn how to spell later here in a minute. Um, <laughs> it's all good, man. Uh, the rating that's MV- what spell check is for. <laughs> exactly. The rating MVP James Harden had thirty six points, seven rebounds, five assists. He was five of ten from three point land mm-hmm. and was eleven for fifteen from the free point free point line or free throw line free point. Free, free point. That's throw. what they should they should rename it. Yeah, free point. Free point. <laughs> Let's go from the free throw line, which is incredible because that's he, he's consistent with in that stat. He's consistently yeah. going to the free throw line almost twelve to fifteen times a game. Every so, game, like it's it's amazing how he gets to the free throw line. I don't even know how he does it. I really don't. Yeah, I don't even know he, how how the step back isn't a travel either. But that's another <laughs> issue for another day. Yes, it's definitely another issue for another day. 
Uh, but it's great that you mentioned fouls because that was Woo! one of the biggest incidents. Well, let's run down uh, the long rest. Time. Let's run down the rest of his help because he he definitely had a lot of help. Uh, oh, as opposed yeah. to what LeBron had. Uh, Chris Paul had 28.7 rebounds and 10 assists, and Clint Capella had 19 points and 12 rebounds in the win. Um, at 124 to 119, I believe, was the, was the final score. So, yeah, uh, 115. Excuse me. Yes. My memory is fading. Uh, so. <laughs> 124, one, excuse me, 124 to 115. Yes. yes. The, uh, and it was close. It was very close towards the end of the game. Yes. Um, so that's why tempers were, were flying. Flaring. Flaring. There we go. Flaring. Have, that's we the have, word. The flaring. Flare. They're flaring. <laughs> and yeah, the Lakers obviously wanted to get a home win, uh, their first win of the season. That did not happen. And man, not only did, did it not happen, Craziness. A fight broke out on the Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Boo. So let's let's be clear. Um, your boy, Brandon Ingram, started the whole thing. Whoa, my boy. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> I, I said that he looked really good this year in preseason. I didn't, I didn't say that was my boy. Okay. So I, 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 I spoke uh, out of turn. Um <laughs> Brandon Ingram started the whole fight. Uh, if you saw, the, I don't know if you saw the first, the fourth quarter when it happened. I, I did see the highlight. I didn't see okay. the fourth quarter. So basically, uh, uh, James Harden was going in and thought he got fouled. Uh, he got fouled and he thought he had the continuation going into the cup because he, he laid it up. And yep. It just Against went, Brandon Ingram yeah, and, on and, the fast break and went in. So he went back to argue the call because he thought that he should get the points. So he walked, he walked away. Then he kind of walked towards the ref and kind of went in front of Brandon Ingram and Brandon Ingram took offense to that. So he shoved him in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what started that first incident. Uh, so apparently the sec, the second separate incident that happened was they say, uh, Chris Paul claims that Rondo spit in his face. Mm. Uh, and video kind of, video kind of, uh, uh, confirms that a little bit. Uh, they kind of say that they, you kind of see that, uh, Chris Paul is wiping his face, um, uh, before, uh, going, going up to Rondo to, to confront him. He's wiping his face off and then he puts his finger in Rondo's face. I guess pokes him in the eye. I don't know. You know, if he, there was any contact or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that happened, um, he throws, he throws a punch. And that's something that you can't have in the league. Uh, see, look at there. Yeah. He's, that, that is inexcusable. Like you, you don't throw somebody, you don't push somebody in the back, first of all. Yeah. Brandon Ingram just, yeah, started it. And, you know, everything kind of looks like it was going to calm down, but yeah. it's like, when Rondo and Chris Paul go at it, both of those guys are bulldogs, right? They're not going to back down, and it's just like I oh, oh see, you, I, that looked like he did he did spit in his face. Yeah, no, it it, like it, it, it's he. I'm pretty sure Rondo did it because that's something that I think Rondo would do. <laughs> and Chris Paul usually doesn't get physical with anybody. No, the Chris Paul yeah. won't lose his won't lose. Won't lose. Well, his, he'll lose his verbal temper. You no, know, he won't lose. He won't lose his his control like control like that. Uh, yeah. Chris Paul, you have to do something really egregious. And fun fact here: uh, what is LeBron doing, holding back 
and helping uh, the Rockets player. Cause I, I, I thought I, they, you would have noticed that. Yeah, they, I, so I, I, I saw something about that on, on, I think it was Twitter or something, where they were like, isn't LeBron supposed to help his teammates and not the other team? Um, LeBron James and Chris Paul are best of friends. Uh, they travel together. They, you know, and, uh, um, in, in, ooh, he landed too. Yep. Um, but Chris Paul landed one too. I, oh, that uppercut. Yeah. Yes, that right yeah. there. Oh, he landed, he two, landed of two of them. Okay. <laughs> but, but Brandon Ingram also runs from half court to get a, a, a punch on Chris Paul. And See, I'm just and like, that's, and that's, <sighs> and that's, and that's what will happen. Brandon Ingram would probably get the most suspensions out of anybody. Yes. Because he started the altercation first. Uh huh. And he came in to finish it. Yes. So Brandon Ingram should be gone, what, eight games? Six games? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my goodness. These suspensions are going to ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, sup- I suspect that CP3 will get some more, sus- will, will get the next large amount of suspensions, probably three or four games. And then, yeah. um, uh, Rondo well, will probably get two or three games. So. Yeah, and, and so I'm I'm not. I like Rondo as a player. I think he's a decent player, but I just I hate his attitude. Yes, and I was really I was worried about this. I really was worried about the fact that Rondo can just get in his head sometimes, and he'll just do stupid stuff. Yes, and he's an irritant. And I mean, I just don't. Oh man, Chris Paul. Although he was putting his hand in Rondo's face after Rondo spit on him, yeah, he wasn't really like punching him. You know, it, it was it was an altercation. Clearly, Chris Paul would have gotten kicked out, but it, Rondo took it to the next level after you know Chris Paul poked at him. So <laughs> it's true. Oh man, yeah, I just, like and I, I just hate to see it for the league. You know, this was a big opening weekend showcase for the league, right? And it's yeah, like, I just, oh, I man. just, I just think that um that. There's no place for it, especially in in the league today, especially with the way the rules are. Um, LeBron, LeBron, let's nay, let's 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 digress. Um, Luke Walton needs to figure out what he needs, how he needs to handle this internally. I mean, I know the league's gonna gonna levy down some some disciplinary action on them, yeah. like they should. But Luke Walton needs to come in and say, look. Um, we're going to we're going to have to do some things with with you, Brandon Ingram. Um, find him, suspend him uh, for a couple more games. Uh, you know, but bench I mean, him. Something something to get his attention because this this is going to go on. This yeah. is going to go on. And I, I that's that's the worry for me personally. Like when I look at the Lakers, it's kind of like okay, Brandon Brandon Ingram does this, and. On top of that, you're trying to figure out the chemistry with the whole team. Right. So, do you do you just let the league handle it, or do you do something internally? I, I like that you brought that up. I think, technically speaking, you might have to do something internally with Rondo, number one, yes, and then Brandon Ingram because of the fact that you know Houston, you're going to play them all the time, uh, yeah, and you might see them in the playoffs. You've got them. You got them. I think what three more times yeah. this season, and then you, and then who, however many series you have in the postseason, yeah, you could play them. You could be the number seven seed, and they could be the number two, and you'll have to play them in a series. Exactly. And, and okay, like this bad blood is one thing. If it if it makes you play a little better, if it's fuel, right for for you on the court, that's good. But if it's something that's going to make you get out of your get, you know, they're going to get under your skin and get in your head and then you're not going to be available for a game. Right. No, like that's not how this works. No. 
Uh, and obviously LeBron is in the middle of all of this because Chris Paul is one of his best friends, like you exactly. said. Exactly. I mean, I, like, oh, and I, I don't have a problem with LeBron defending his friend, and I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem that he didn't go after his teammates. Like, I mean, LeBron is going to be LeBron. I, we, he, he is not. He's the leader of the team, but Luke Walton should have been in the middle of it, and 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 that's his responsibility to to, to take true. care of to take care of what needs to be take care, taken care of. LeBron can hold anybody back he needs to, but Luke Walton should have been in there. Should've, I didn't see Luke Walton come I, in. No, I didn't. See, I didn't see Luke Walton around there anywhere at all. Um, <laughs> he didn't walk that smoke. He he, he really didn't. Uh, I just. I just you see I don't see Luke. Where's, Luke's where's on Luke? the Luke's on the bench. Yeah, look at him. Where, where is he at? Yeah, <laughs> you're so you're supposed to be in the middle of it. You're supposed to be um, Jeff Van Gundy. I got his leg. I got his leg. <laughs> yeah. So, see, yeah, it's just, it's weird. Like nobody nobody thought that it was going. They were going to escalate escalate that that bad. Yeah, they never thought it and was. It was escalate. And that was it was away from what Brandon Ingram did the first time. Like that had subsided. So yep. they were going to figure out the t- the technical foul on that. Yep. What I was mad about was the fact that um first of all they didn't give James Harden points cuz that was a continue clear it, continuation. It really was a continuation. Clear continuation. Yeah. Should have been number 1 and he should have gone to the line for one and then they should have given the Rockets two more technical fouls and the ball. So they mm-hmm. should they should have heavily penalized the Lakers, but they didn't do that. Um. So no. They, yeah. I, I don't, they I don't, they botched that one. Yeah. Majorly. So, I mean, although Rondo did get thrown out, Chris Paul got thrown out. Bet Brandon Ingram did get thrown out. Yeah. So I so, mean, that is not really any consolation there because you know LeBron takes care of like three of them. So and I, <laughs> it, it doesn't really matter. But at the end of the day, you know, I just I just think that if if Luke Walton wants to be a credible coach. He needs to do something about that. So yeah, I, I think to me, Brandon Ingram, he's young. Whatever you can, you can just talk to him, let him know that he's too important to the team. Rajon Rondo, that's a whole nother situation. Whole nother situation. I just think that it, it, ah man, he makes me so frustrated because he can be such a really good uh, player, important to the team, and everything that they do. But his attitude just stops him right from being that you know getting to that next level. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I agree. Man. All right, we'll end this Laker talk with uh, a note that you put in here. I did. Do you want to introduce this? Um, um, sure. Uh, I put a note in here, uh, which was going to be in the rapid fire, but we thought about it, it was a better segment. Um, LeBron, uh, after the first loss that he had, uh, commented and said that uh, chemistry isn't isn't like instant oatmeal. It's going to take time to. Uh, basically get the team together um and and figure out who who likes to play uh where and you know get that continuity going uh but after the second game where they lost against a really really good opponent that I think they could have they could have uh beaten last night yeah it was uh, a close game um lebron is act- I think lebron is actually kind of realizing Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the West wasn't a good idea if I was going to win another championship because <laughs> I mean you, you've got you've got the Spurs which is on the weaker end of that I I I, I the weaker end so mm-hmm. and they're still very strong they could be anybody in the West uh, in the East the True. Spurs could be anybody but they're the weaker team on the West and that's not saying anything because then you have the Rockets you have the Warriors. You have the uh, uh, like Portland Trailblazers. Trail yeah, exactly. Yep. So, this, 
it's it's too many teams in the West that can beat the Lakers and and can basically keep LeBron from getting his fifth ring. Fifth yeah. ring. Yes, fifth ring. Fourth ring. Fourth, fourth ring. ring. Fourth ring. Getting yeah. his fourth ring. He's not going to be able to chase rings like he did. And that's why a lot of people are saying um LeBron's there for for more for for his business aspect of his career now. Basically mm-hmm. getting into the movies and you know producing shows producing and all that instead yep. of basketball. Basketball is like his lunch money and bills <laughs> and and the rest of his investments he's trying to build his brand. Yeah. And you know, I can see that actually becoming uh becoming a thing because you know, LeBron is 33 years old now and yeah. He's starting to, it's starting to figure out, okay, I'm not going to be in the league for another four years. I mean, he's got a four year contract, mm-hmm. but I'm sure he can leave when or retire whenever he wants to. So I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I just wanted to put that in there and say, you know, he's, he's realizing, you know, maybe I should, you know, think about the future. And well, yeah, no, absolutely. I, a lot of people have said that his move to the Lakers wasn't necessarily about basketball and winning rings. It was about, like you said, business. Right. And yeah, it's true. I don't think it was a mistake, though. No, I, I really don't think it's a mistake. I think that's what he should be doing at I this just, point. I just at this point in his career, I think that's what he should be. I doing. just think that it's not. It's, it wasn't a move to to chase rings, and he said that publicly that he's not chasing rings anymore. Um. But I feel like if if he wasn't playing the game to win championships, then you shouldn't really be in the league. <laughs> I mean, just to be honest with you, like I, a player of his standing, a player of of his talent, hmm. if you're not chasing great, the greatest of all times, mm-hmm. if you're not chasing uh, uh, somebody that has six rings, seven rings, uh, eleven rings, then why are you still playing? Like I just don't. I mean, it's entertainment for us. But at the same time, yeah, go for greatness. You're already the greatest player on the planet today. So yeah. go for the actually being the greatest ever, in my opinion. That's, that's huh. just me. That's, I'm just saying that. It's just me. No, no, no. You're not the only one that said that. Uh, we have a, a friend that, a friend of the show that was actually on the show, Andrew Connect. Um, and he said the same thing. He, yeah. think, he thinks it's shortchanging the fans by right. saying that. You know, I'm I'm playing basketball, but you know, if I win a ring, I win I win a ring. If not, I'm not going to be mad right. about it. That's not that's not what he's his mindset is. Okay, if this is a league where I'm gonna we got to form super teams. All right, AD, come here. We're gonna we're gonna win a ring. Uh, K, uh KD, come here. We're gonna win a ring. Wade, come here. We're gonna win a ring. Like we're I'm gonna chase I'm gonna chase eight. I'm gonna chase eight. I'm gonna become the greatest in this in 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 the history of of uh, or in the recent history of this league. Yeah, I, I just for me, I, I feel like LeBron will never win. I mean, MJ is the greatest, and I agree. And very with you. few people, very few people, even Curry or Durant winning six rings wouldn't be the same as MJ winning six. Yeah, I agree. So it's kind um, of like, yeah, you know, whatever. And, and this is and this is not this is not me trying to compare the compare um, LeBron to MJ or anything like that. I mean, there's there's really nothing you could compare. I mean, they're two different eras. They're two. Um, two different types of players. So uh, I've realized that because we've mm-hmm. gone around about discussions about this. I've done it on social media, and it always, <laughs> oh yeah, it, it always is pointless to 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 say who's the better, who's the best out of those two. Yeah. All I'm saying is the only tangible thing you can measure is championships. Yes. And if you want to become better than somebody as far as championship is concerned, you have to have 
more championships than the than person, the other that, person. You ha- that you're trying to get, t- trying to emulate or trying to, to surpass. Yes. So that's the only way to measure up greatness is tangibility. Yep. So, uh, he's still a great, one of the greatest players to ever play the game. That'll, that'll always be solidified in NF- NBA history and basketball yeah. history. Mm-hmm. But, uh, as far as being the greatest, uh, you've got to, you've got to have that hardware. So. Yeah, well, so the one thing I'll say is that Michael Jordan came back to the Wizards <laughs> after he retired a second time and he played basketball. And most people were like, wait, what are you doing? Because he was, I want to say he was in the front office and then he decided, oh, yeah, I'm going to make a comeback and play with the Wizards. Yeah, and was... so it's kind of like almost like a player coach situation right. or trying to learn how to build a team up. Like there are general managers and coaches that come to a a, a team and will flat out say it hey we're probably not going to win a lot this year but we're rebuilding and we're refocusing and we're on a mission and don't get me wrong i think like i think lebron really does want to win with the lakers right i really do he may not win this year or next year but i i think he he's the type of player that wants to win and he just understands that this this team, this current um makeup of the team the la lakers that they have right it's going to take some time and a lot of people say that he also wants to play with his son when his son gets into the league. Yeah, I don't so. think I don't see that happening because by that time he's he's going to be what we I think we did the math last time he's going to be um, he's going to be 40. about thirty eight or yeah. thirty eight or thirty nine. Yeah, just about forty. I don't think he'd want to play that long. So, well, I mean, hey, anything is not possible nowadays. Exactly. Vince, Vince Carter, ladies and gentlemen, still in the league. Exactly. <laughs> We appreciate you listening as always. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, quick note uh, CP3 is suspended for two games and Rajon Rondo suspended for three. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Didn't, the, didn't know that was going to happen. I guess they did see the spit in the face. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you want to get in contact with us, go ahead, hit us up at YDKJ Podcast on Twitter. And also go ahead and email us, YDKJPodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment, and uh, rate us on iTunes as well. Uh, anything else you want to add, Hugh? That's it. I'm good. You're good? All right. Oh, also, Brandon Ingram got four games, so I just saw it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this is You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And we'll catch you in the next one. <laughs>